Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close, for Tuesday, July 12th. U.S. equities tumbled in the final hours of trading as investors appeared overly cautious ahead of tomorrow's key read on consumer prices. Meanwhile, the unofficial kickoff of second quarter earnings season, with the big financial institutions getting the ball rolling, also appeared to keep sentiment restrained. Recession fears continue to be elevated due to tightening monetary policy across the globe and as the recent inversion of the Treasury yield curve remains intact. On the equity front, PepsiCo was higher after beating the street's forecasts and upping its guidance, and Peloton was in focus following news it will outsource all of its manufacturing. In economic news, small business optimism fell to its lowest level since 2013, and the percentage of small businesses expecting conditions to improve over the next six months tumbled to the lowest level in the survey's history. Treasuries rose to push yields lower, and the U.S. dollar nudged higher in choppy action to remain near 20-year highs. Crude oil prices plunged, and gold also lost ground. Europe finished mixed as the euro hovers near parity with the U.S. dollar and Asia was mostly lower amid renewed COVID concerns and shutdowns in China. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 193 points or 0.6% to 30,981. The S&P 500 Index decreased 36 points or 0.9% to 3,819 and the Nasdaq Composite fell 108 points, or 1%, to 11,265. In moderately light volume, 3.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.2 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil plunged $8.25 to $95.84 per barrel, Elsewhere, the gold spot price was $8.30 lower at $1,723.40 per ounce. The dollar index inched 0.1% higher to 108.10. In equity news on Tuesday, PepsiCo, ticker symbol PEP, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $1.86, above the $1.74 fax at estimate. As revenues grew 5.2% year-over-year to $20.2 billion, north of the street's $19.5 billion expectation. Pepsi's chief executive officer said, quote, We are pleased with our results for the second quarter as our business momentum continued despite ongoing macroeconomic and geopolitical volatility and higher levels of inflation across our markets, end quote. The food and beverage company increased its guidance and said it expects to deliver 10% organic revenue growth for 2022 versus prior guidance of 8%. It's a higher-than-expected organic revenue growth in all its key segments. Shares were slightly lower. Peloton Interactive, ticker symbol PTON, is in focus after announcing it is moving all its manufacturing offshore and expanding its relationship with Taiwanese manufacturer Rexon Industrial. This comes as part of an ongoing effort to rein in costs after the company's expenses rose sharply during and following the height of COVID, while demand for its equipment slowed as part of the economy's reopening. 
Peloton chief executive officer said this is a step to simplify the supply chain and focus on technology and best-in-class content. Shares of Peloton rose. Skittishness remained to begin the week that will be highlighted by the start of second quarter earnings season, which will likely command market attention for the next several weeks. The financial sector will be in focus as the big institutions will get the ball rolling with their results. The markets will likely scrutinize any guidance moving forward, data and forecasts on consumer activity, trading revenues from the equity and fixed income markets amid the backdrop of elevated volatility, and investment banking activity as IPOs and M&A action has cooled. Mortgage lending could also garner focus given the recent slowdown in the housing market amid the spike in interest rates. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses the housing market in her latest article, Can't Find My Way Home, how a spike in prices and interest rates has dealt a significant blow to housing affordability, elevating the potential for the housing market's weakness to dampen economic growth. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, the National Federation of Independent Business, or NFIB, Small Business Optimism Index for June fell to 89.5 from May's 93.1 level versus estimates of a decrease to 92.5. The index is at the lowest level since early 2013 and posted the sixth consecutive month below the 48-year average of 98, with small businesses expecting better business conditions over the next six months decreasing to a net negative 61%, the lowest level recorded in the survey's history. The NFIB said, quote, on top of the immediate challenges facing small business owners, including inflation and worker shortages, the outlook for economic policy is not encouraging either, as policy talks have shifted to tax increases and more regulations, end quote. Treasuries were higher, with yields seeing pressure continuing last week's rebound. Markets will be tuned into key June inflation reports that are due out later this week as inflation has driven the Fed to get aggressive with its monetary policy. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her latest article titled Fed Rate Hikes, Why Are Bond Yields Falling? Noting that the Federal Reserve's pledge to curb inflation appears to have resonated with the market. She adds that if the central bank raises rates as much as recent projections indicate, the risk of recession rises. Kathy concludes that consequently bond yields have been pulling back from recent highs and the yield curve has flattened. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down two basis points to 3.04%, while the yields on the 10-year note and the 30-year bond declined three basis points to 2.96% and 3.15%, respectively. The highly anticipated first look at the June inflation landscape is likely the headlining report on tomorrow's economic calendar, with the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, forecasted to show consumer prices rose 1.1% month-over-month and were up 8.8% year-over-year, 
while the core rate, which strips out food and energy, is estimated to have gained 0.5% month-over-month and be 5.7% higher year-over-year. In afternoon action, the Fed will release its Beige Book, an anecdotal read on national business activity used by policymakers to prepare for their next monetary policy decision set to come on July 27th. In international news on Tuesday, European equities were mixed as the markets continued to grapple with aggressive monetary policy tightening on both sides of the pond that has caused global recession concerns to flare up. The markets also awaited the highly anticipated key June inflation reports out of the U.S., which have contributed heavily to the hawkish policies. Adding to the inflation concerns and the energy crisis in the region, Russia has suspended gas delivery to Germany due to maintenance on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline, which has stoked fears that Russia may further disrupt deliveries past the planned maintenance. However, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop offers his latest article titled Shortages Have Led to Gluts, noting how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news, Germany's Zoo Economic Sentiment Survey plunged to negative 53.8 in July, its lowest level since the European debt crisis in 2011, from the prior month's negative 28.0 level, and compared to analysts' forecasts of a decline to negative 40.5. The British pound and the euro finished higher versus the U.S. dollar, although the euro is hovering around parity with the U.S. dollar for the first time in 20 years. Yields in the U.K. and across Europe declined. The U.K. FTSE 100 index and Switzerland's Swiss market index rose 0.2%. France's CAC 40 index increased 0.8%, and Germany's DAX index gained 0.5%, while Italy's FTSE MIB index decreased 0.3%, and Spain's IBEX 35 index was 0.6% lower. Stocks in Asia finished solidly lower in the midst of renewed COVID concerns and shutdowns in China that caused Macau to commence a one-week shutdown. Global markets are looking ahead to Wednesday's reading on CPI out of the U.S. that is expected to remain high, and investors will also be tuned into China's GDP report to see the effects that COVID shutdowns have had on overall output. In addition, the Bank of Korea is set to meet Wednesday, where it's expected to raise its benchmark interest rate. Investors remain worried that persistent inflation around the globe that is driving aggressive monetary policy could lead to a recession. Amid this backdrop, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article titled, Recession, the Risk is in the Reversal, how a major shark attack is underway that could take a big bite out of unprepared investors' portfolios. Those who haven't rebalanced, trimming what had been outperforming and buying what had been lagging could be especially at risk. Recessions and bear markets, followed by recoveries, happen at the turning points of every economic cycle. The leaders of the last cycle tend to reverse and fall the most in the bear market, while the recovery and next cycle tend to see new leaders. 
Therefore, the looming risk of recession can make it a good time to rebalance from U.S. to international and growth to value. On the economic front, Japanese wholesale prices rose more than expected on both a month-over-month and year-over-year basis and remained elevated. Meanwhile, Australia's consumer confidence continued to decline and its business confidence also dipped. Japan's Nikkei 225 index led the region lower, falling 1.7% with the yen gaining ground on the U.S. dollar. Despite the move today, the yen has fallen dramatically in the past few months to lows not seen in 24 years as the Bank of Japan lags the Fed regarding its monetary policy stance. China's Shanghai Composite Index fell 1% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dropped 1.3%. Elsewhere, South Korea's Kospi Index declined 1% and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index moved 0.9% to the downside. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index bucked the trend and increased 0.1%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold the Bank of Korea's monetary policy decision, trade figures from China, CPI from Germany, Spain, and France, industrial production from the Eurozone, as well as monthly GDP, industrial and manufacturing production, and trade data from the UK.